Hello, this is Anvipi from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 16th of May. India reported 2,202 new COVID-19 cases and 27 related deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare data. The current number of active cases is 17,317. Less than a week after reporting their first official COVID-19 case, North Korea has seen an exponential increase in the number of COVID-like symptoms among the citizens of the closed-off country. NDTV quoted the North Korean state media as saying more than a million people have been sickened by what Pyongyang is referring to as quote-unquote fever. As of Monday, 50 deaths have been reported. On Monday, Al Jazeera reported North Korea's state media as saying that leader Kim Jong-un strongly criticized healthcare officials for what he called a botched response to the epidemic prevention, specifically a failure to keep pharmacies open 24-7 to distribute medicines. It should be noted that the entire population of North Korea is unvaccinated, a fact troubling international healthcare experts. On the third day of the video survey of the Kashi Vishwanath Temple Gyanwapi Mosque Complex in Varanasi, a local court on Monday asked the Uttar Pradesh government to immediately seal the place where a shivling has been allegedly found, according to the live law. District administration and the paramilitary forces have been tasked with the protection of the sealed area. Additionally, the court has prohibited the entry of any person in the sealed place. The survey of the premises concluded around noon after three days of inspection in the presence of court-appointed advocate commissioners, lawyers from both sides, all concerned parties and officials, the Indian Express reported. The reports are to be submitted before the court tomorrow. NDTV reported that the lawyer representing the Hindu petitioners in the case has claimed that a shivling has been found in the pond inside the mosque complex. Lawyer Subhash Nandan Chaturvedi said, and I quote, the pond was used for ablution purification rituals, unquote, and that the water was drained from the pond and a shivling was allegedly found. Advocate of the Anjuman Intezamia Masjid Committee that manages the Gyanwapi Mosque said there is only a fountain in the Vazukhana in the Gyanwapi Mosque, the Hindustan Times reported. He said, and I quote, there is only a fountain in the Vazukhana in the Gyanwapi Mosque. The structure, which the petitioners are claiming to be a shivling, is a fountain. It is a misleading claim. Unquote. The survey was ordered after a group of women filed a petition seeking permission for daily prayers before the idols on the mosque outer wall. The mosque is located close to the iconic Kashi Vishwanath Temple. The Anjuman Intezamia Masjid Management Committee of the Gyanwapi Mosque has petitioned the Supreme Court to stop the survey. A two-member bench, led by Justice D. Vaichandar Chur, will hear the matter on Tuesday. Two people were killed in Arunachal Pradesh after their house was hit by a massive landslide, police officials said on Monday. The incident happened near Punjabi Dhaba area of Itanagar. PTI reported the landslide was triggered by the continuous rainfall in the area. While two bodies have been recovered from the debris, Capital Superintendent of Police Jimmy Chiram said that a woman is still trapped inside the mud house, which was impacted by the landslide on Sunday night. The officials are unsure whether the woman is still alive or not. Heavy rains have resulted in multiple landslides across the northeastern states, including Arunachal Pradesh and Assam. Officials have said that three other people, including a child, from the Kachar district are missing since Sunday reported the news agency ANI. Another woman was reported dead in Halflong area in Dima Hasao district on Saturday in Gohati. 
Visuals shared by media portals show heavy flooding and massive landslides along with water logging, resulting in considerable damage to the state infrastructure, railway track, bridges and roads in Assam. Prasar Bharti tweeted, Indian Air Force has been deployed and charged with search and rescue operations. On Sunday alone, the Indian Air Force helicopters evacuated 119 passengers from Ditokchara railway station in Assam. According to NDTV, 57,000 people across 222 villages have been affected. Additionally, over 10,321 hectares of agricultural land has been flooded in Assam. Experts on Monday analyzed the incidence of extreme weather events across the country and sounded a dire warning, the Times of India reported. Apart from unprecedented heat waves in the north, they also spoke of increasing flood and landslide activity in the northeastern states. All of these events are being attributed to the global warming-driven climate change. The report noted how multiple flash floods and massive landslides at several places in the northeast this year have snapped rail and road links, apart from damaging infrastructure, housing and claiming lives. Listeners, you may have heard about Cyclone Asani causing widespread damage and disruption across the east coast of the country last month. Cyclones and other natural disasters that wreak havoc on human settlements are not always entirely natural. Many of the disasters we have witnessed in this country in recent years have at least partly been man-made. One place facing such disasters is Uttarakhand. Over 70 families in Lohari village have been affected due to development of dams and subsequent flooding of large areas and creation of reservoirs. Those uprooted from their lands have alleged that they were forced to abandon their homes. Check out Noman Siddiqui's ground report from Uttarakhand on newslaundry.com to find out how development and new infrastructure is not only displacing people but also causing deep harm to the ecology and environment. The video report is titled Dams and Disasters How an Uttarakhand Village Was Drowned for Development. Listeners, if you like the work that we do, and want more in-depth investigations like this, do consider subscribing to us. Remember that we are able to deliver these reports free from corporate or government influence only because we don't depend on them for ads. Our journalism is funded by you, our subscribers. So if you are not already a part of our ad-free system, subscribe by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the red subscription button at the top right corner. Subscription plan begins from Rs 300 a month. Commenting on Delhi Municipal Corporation's anti-encroachment demolition drives in the city, Delhi Chief Minister on Monday claimed that 80% of Delhi can technically be called illegal, NDTV reported. He said if bulldozers were to raise shops and houses of 63 lakh people in Delhi, which are considered illegal, it would be the quote-unquote biggest destruction in independent India. During an online briefing with his party's functionaries, the chief minister said, and I quote, Delhi has not been made in a planned way. More than 80% of Delhi can be called illegal and encroached. Does that mean you will destroy 80% of Delhi? Unquote. He also said that party MLAs should be ready to be jailed if they opposed MCD's bulldozers of demolition. Recently, AAP MLA Amanatullah Khan was arrested along with five other people on charges of rioting and obstructing public servants in the discharge of their duty during an anti-encroachment drive in Shaheen Bagh. In his briefing, Kejriwal mentioned that nearly 50 lakh people stay in unauthorized colonies 
ten lakh in jhuggies, and there are lakhs of people who have modified balconies or done something to their buildings that does not conform to the original plans. Kejriwal said that his party was against the way the demolition drives are being carried out by MCD, but also said they are against encroachment and want Delhi to look beautiful. Kejriwal said, and I quote. In the last 15 years, BJP has ruled MCD. In the last 15 years, they made more illegal encroachments and buildings, and there are allegations that they took money for these. Now, when their term is over, their term ends on May 18th. It's May 16 today, and only two days are left. Do they have the constitutional and legal power to take such a big decision? Unquote. A Dalit wedding procession was attacked by a mob in Madhya Pradesh's Rajgarh district despite the presence of police security Hindustan Times reported In order to control the situation police had to lob tear gas shells to disperse the mob The police were deployed for security at the behest of Deepak Meghwal for his sister's wedding Meghwal said that a mob threw stones and uprooted the wedding venue tents just as the wedding procession arrived from Chapeda village Pradeep Sharma, Rajgarh Police Superintendent, said the mob also blocked the road leading to the wedding venue by placing stones to prevent the procession from reaching there. He claimed that the tent was removed by the tent owner to prevent a loss upon sensing trouble. Police said five of the 35 accused from Dangi community have been arrested and booked for rioting, criminal intimidation, and under the Scheduled Caste and Scheduled Tribe Prevention of Atrocities Act. The people from Dangi community claim the attack was not caste driven citing an example of a Dalit wedding procession that happened uninterrupted 2 days ago an unnamed source from the Dangi community told HT and I quote but the groom Rahul Meghwal of Chapeda village was running a social media campaign against the villagers for fake propaganda of discrimination villagers felt offended and attacked his wedding procession unquote Rahul on the other hand said he was receiving threats which is why the police protection was requested Russia warned on Monday that decisions by Finland and Sweden to join the NATO military alliance were serious mistakes and Moscow would take measures against them the AFP reported Deputy Foreign Minister Sergey Ryabkov told Russian media and I quote This is another grave mistake with far reaching consequences the general level of military tensions will increase unquote NDTV reported Ryabkov as saying that the two countries should have and I quote no illusions that we will just put up with this unquote The BBC reported on Sunday that Sweden and Finland have confirmed that they will apply for NATO membership The warnings from Russia came after this confirmation Russian President Vladimir Putin had called NATO's post Cold War expansion in Eastern Europe a threat and cited it as a reason for attacking Ukraine The Hindustan Times reported Moscow has warned Finland with which it shares a 1300 km border that it will take quote unquote reciprocal steps. Dmitry Peskov, a Kremlin spokesperson, also said on Monday that Moscow would follow very carefully what will be the consequences of the Nordic nations move for our security which must be ensured in an absolutely unconditional manner. reported the guardian that's all the news we have for you today have a great day or a good night depending on wherever you're listening from see you tomorrow all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.